Last time on Queer Dungeoneers. Nime called on Samira to take Jolene and Patsy to the Wailing Cove, but got stuck hanging out with Pip. The party learnt that the nature goddess, Tweed, plans to lead her disciples underground and away from the calamities of the real world. Nim also learnt that Pip had been hiding the fate of her parents for over six years. Meanwhile, Cremora has been hard at work preparing her ritual. If successful, it will reveal where the unidentified space object is destined to fall on the first of winter. In return for that information, the mysterious figure will link Cremora's soul to the sky sign, transforming her into a walking place of power. Cremora just looks up, glares at Pip, slams her book shut, stands up. So, um, I'm going to go inside. Hurry, um, maybe have a room for the night. I'm not quite sure when Samir is. Sorry, I'm okay. sorry. I'm out of room. Can't hear you anymore. Bye. <laughs> you're, you're, you're just doing. <laughs> and just as you shut the door, what you don't see is a hole opening up in the ground and our motley crew falling out. Well, that was fun. Yeah, that Humbly, was a good time. Yeah, we almost converted some people to a underground cult. Oh yeah, we did. And then they got rejected from the cult. Yeah, they were too weird for a cult. Plus, you heard their music. It really wouldn't work in the underground scene. Exactly. Oh, Pip. Hi, Pip. Pip? Pip, you're crying. She just, like, puts a hand on the dagger. Like, what did she do? Because if she's crying, Nim's probably real upset. Or maybe real happy. I don't know the history of these people, but, like, as far from as this five-second dialogue, I imagine there's tension. Any time that Nim has ever talked to Pip, afterwards they look real upset. Oh, wow. I mean, honestly, I don't think Nim would really like the whole, you know, underground society thing. Maybe that just went really badly. <sighs> I'm gonna go chill in the building and wait for Nim. I don't know. I want to catch up and stuff. If you chill too much, do you snow? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> If you get really angry, do you shoot lightning bolts? If someone shoots lightning bolts at me, I shoot lightning bolts. What happens when you get really angry then? Do you just like pass wind or something? I mean, what happens when you get really angry? Oh, no, I stab people. I pass wind. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Most of the time I just say like, whatever, and then I like disappear or something. You do that a lot around us. Whatever, and she goes through (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I think that worked pretty well. You now have a sword. And I'll hold the sword in front of me. All the lice on your body jump off. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> suddenly more powerful. Let me hold that sword for a couple seconds just so I can get rid of some stray lice that you may have sent to me. Okay. Patsy, all the lice jump back onto you. Ah, it's horrible. <laughs> it's like that sense to heaven and instantly got shown a second of pure bliss and it's taken away. Ah, this is worse than hell. <laughs> Earth is the true hell in it. <laughs> oh my god, okay, okay, so I guess I don't have any lice. It's all good. Here. Uh, <laughs> is this just going to be a thing now? You're just precious. Gonna, you're just be like spending plenty of time fondling your sword. Well, like, I don't know. I just, I'll just sleep clutching it and, you know, make sure it's never not on my person. Mm-hmm. 
It's kind of like the opposite of a cursed sword when you think about it. When you get rid of it, then you're the cursed one. True. Life is a curse. Oh, yeah, so before this, you were cursed. You got the sword. Mm. Not cursed. Mm. Let go of the sword. Cursed again. Mm. That means maybe you're just cursed. Does that mean I'm blessed? I guess. Yeah. You might be a blessed weapon. Yeah. I'm Benny. I'm Patsy. I'm Lenny. When are we going I'm north? Patsy. We're going to go north soon. Soon? You keep saying soon. When soon? I know, because I don't actually know specifically when we're going to go, but I know we are going to go. All right, well, I'm Benny, I've... and I think going north is dumb. <gasps> I want to go south. I can send south, and I want to go south. Well, I want to go north. Okay, to be fair, Lenny was the one who did ask us first to go a certain place, so I think we're going to go north first, and then we'll go south. Can we go north now? I did say no, we're not going to go north now. If you keep asking if we're going north or south, I'm going to just turn this party right around and we're heading east. (laughs) 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 Wow, I never thought of doing that. Yeah. Okay, let's go find Cremora and annoy her. Yeah, yeah. I'm certain she doesn't have anything important to do. She definitely doesn't have anything important to do. All right, let's go. Kramora, what incredibly dangerous procedure are you in the middle of? Ah, uh, that's a very good question. Um, I mean, we needed a power source, and we so want to use the souls. Good, good moral decision. Um, because that would be morally bad. <laughs> um, that would be paper rustling. Morally bad. Smudged writing. Morally bad. Um... <laughs> So I think the the obvious, well, I was going to say the obvious one is the Well of Souls, but that's the same thing. It's a bunch of souls. Um, I think at some point you're, like, scrutinizing some books, looking at tones. One is, like, batteries and me. Yeah. And the mysterious figure comes up to you. Slam buckshot. You yes. have spent some hours on the topic of a power source. Don't you have these souls right here? I do. And if it wasn't monstrous to use living souls to power a ritual, then I'd be using them. But let me check my notes. Oh, yes, it's monstrous. Right. If you want to be difficult, why not use me? I think you'll find I am amply powerful. Hmm. I mean, I suppose that's possible. Um, if you're willing to go along with it, then... At the same time that I'm used as the power source, we could use that moment of power and connection to forge the link that you wanted to the stars. It would be the opportune moment. It would be the exact moment we know their position. True. All right, then. I think everything's broadly ready. The power source was the last thing. Everything else is bookkeeping. Good. When do you want to proceed? Sooner the better. And stands up and strides past her towards the... <laughs> the trapdoor swings shut and you are in dark light now. There might be just a single candle. We do need the pitch black. When you're ready, you can blow that out and we can begin. Uh, okay. We can do that. And Kamora walks around the edges of the room. And walks over to the middle and uh, blows out the candles. It is pitch black. It is as dark as the time you were in the coffin. 
or perhaps darker, you feel deprived of sensation. What is the next step of the ritual? I think the next step is to draw the power from the power source and make a connection between that into the ritual object. If I am to bind this power to you, and if I am to use my power for this, then our souls need to be more open than they are Take my hand. You kind of feel the air stir as she reaches out a hand, and you see the faint, glimmering green light on the palm of her hand. So take her hand. As you do, you feel like a jolt rush through you. You feel further from your body than normal, like you're not quite inside yourself anymore, but you can still move, you don't feel dead, you feel something else, like you're alive and then you're more than alive. The next step is to pour a portion of power into the telescope. The power runs through her hand into yours, through your arm, across your heart, and then out your other hand, where it spools and moves to your wheel easily. It runs into the telescope. The dark walls turn into an all-consuming starscape. All around you are the stars and shapes of the universe, and below you, in a great disk, is the mortal plane and the halls of the gods, and then just land that stretches beyond that. Okay. Um, Kimura holds out her free hand and spins it, and as she does, the stars move in time with her movements, and we see the night sky changing, symbols appearing and vanishing. And then you see the symbol you're looking for, the one you know to be important. And it grows larger and larger until you can see it far more clearly. And it's no longer just a sign in the sky or a blur. It is a beast. A huge shelled beast with giant arms with long claws on the end and a huge thick hide, large legs. It is the most imposing creature that you have ever seen and it is taller than you would know the gods to be. And it is glowing, this luminous white. <laughs> this is it. This is we're the first ones to really see it. Mm-hmm. This is something special, Kamora Magnus. Where will it land? Keep spinning through until something changes. You spin through and through and the whole time it's falling, it's falling down and down and down until eventually it crashes into a mountainscape, into a walled city, into Molten Gorge. You feel power coursing into you as you get this knowledge, like you are being bound to what you have just learned. And the power fills you and fills you. Kamara Magnus, you know too much. And it continues to fill you, is rushing into you. What are you doing? As she feels this power surging into her and filling her and making her more powerful than she has ever been, she's going to reach out 
into the form of the beast and thrust her hand into it, and she's going to try and bind the power of that creature to her soul. Roll Defy Danger Intelligence. Okay, come on. What do you know what it is? Oh, yes, that's really good. That's an 11. You manage to divert the power. You manage to get it, let it go through your body and then come back and, and pour into the galaxy, into the universe. A huge, blinding flash of power rises out of you. It blows open the trapdoor and a sound, the scream of this hideous beast run through the air everywhere. You're swept back. You fall to one side of the room. This figure falls to the other, and she gets straight to her feet and then launches this horrible energy on you, and you can feel yourself wilting under it. Do you have any sort of defense or anything to stop this? So, Kamora's new capstone move. When you unleash the power of the beast in the stars, roll plus con. On a 10+, weak enemies are struck down, more powerful foes are harmed and driven back. On a 7-9, as above, but choose two of the following. The beast's rage and hatred are made manifest and cause significant collateral damage. Someone present ceases to view you as yourself and sees you only as a vessel of the beast. Knowledge of your power reaches ears that you'd rather it didn't. On a 6 or less, the power is too great for you to bear. Bow before the beast in the stars and witness its wrath. Cool, 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 cool! Alright, roll con! Roll plus con! This will be fine. It'll go so great. It does go so great. Holy crap. Oh That's God. a... a lot. What does the power of the beast look like as it blows against a great blast of necrotic energy? The, the necrotic energy hits. There's a moment where you see Cremora withering under it, but then she throws her eyes open and they are burning white and her tattoos light up and begin to writhe and twist and a pulse of white light bursts out from her and slams into the the oncoming energy stream, burning through it and then into the figure. Yeah, I think she's stunned for a moment blinded by this great blast of power, just as Nime arrives at a now-open trapdoor. She's just going to jump straight down, probably catches the last moments of that display of power. She is going to roar with the double Timray of Ursa and just say, Don't you touch her! And she's going to run straight at whoever the fuck this person is. That's bear. So roll your tapstone. Well, that's a six, but it's a seven to nine. <laughs> Pick a consequence. And I will choose... Collateral damage. Yeah, collateral yeah. Damage. I mean, so what's the collateral damage one? Uh, your display of power causes collateral damage. You leap down, turning into this blue bear, and you get between Cremora and the figure, and you howl in your double voice, saying to stop attacking Cremora and start attacking you. And as you land, you send blue ripples through the room, and you hear a sort of burst, and then a rushing sound. About half a dozen orbs have smashed open, and the figure, without missing a beat, channels them and uses them to make a wall in front of her. Now she has a solid, purpley energy wall in front of her made from these souls that have just escaped. You two arrive. 
Hey, mysterious stranger. Oh, wait, what's happening? We having a rave down here? There's a lot of lights. Yeah, there are a lot of lights. Yeah, those big loud sounds. I don't know if those are dance poses or fight poses. Mm-hmm. What's your guess? Probably a fight, considering these two. I'll dip a knife into my magic killer poison and then toss it at the magic looking wall and see if that works. Uh, yeah, 11. It goes exactly how you want. The dagger slams through and smashes this wall, and I'll say you can do half damage. Eight damage. Down to four. Down down to four. four yeah. I think as soon as the barrier goes down, I'm going to magic missile. Roll to magically missile. That's a nine. Okay. I'll put myself on the spot, and I will be your four damage. Kamora, I, I imagine floating slightly off the ground, just holds a hand out and... And two blasts land in this figure. She takes these blows, but she almost ignores them. They're just not significant enough to dissuade her from her action, which is to channel dark energy into her hands and then unleash it like a bomb that goes up through the room and out the trapdoor. Can I get you all to roll... I think it's a wisdom save. I've slept it first. Are you still? Oh, I'm not. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Wait, did you get double ones? I got double ones. Oh so what God. are our results? Eleven. Five. Five. Two. <laughs> you all are about to love what's about to come. I think the D12 dice is about to come out. Nime, you feel this rush through you, but you are Ursa, and you will not be deterred by this energy. You are a spirit. You cannot be manipulated in this way. Everyone else, you feel your very soul withering. You feel yourself almost getting older and drained. You feel like you are cracking. You all take a D12 plus two damage. Oh, fuck. (laughs) I need to find a D12. I took seven points of damage. I got five points of damage. I took eight points of damage. That rattles through you. An amazing power. You have fought so many things and you have not felt this power before. And you see the body of this figure glowing with dark energy, almost in heaves, like with their breath, like they are trying to get this power back into themselves, like they have used a huge chunk of their power. I don't think this is a rave. This is why I fucking hate magic users. well, Benny, we're going south. I'm going (laughs) to jump off and do a swing down cut. Hack and slash. Ooh, that's not the best. Nine. Ah, man, I was one off getting ten. All right. Here. Um, holy crap, that's a 13 points of damage. What part of her body do you cut off? Ooh. It can't be your head. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> well, that's over. Arm or leg. You get everyone. to pick one. You're coming Damn it, top. I was thinking spleen. I'm a taken arm. You fall from the sky. You slice through her outstretched arm, and it falls off and almost launches towards you with its own conviction. And where it touches your skin, it wilts. Your skin wilts. Can you roll another d12 plus two? Bitch! Oh! oh no, we're good. <laughs> no, we're not. Patsy falls. No! We died three fucking times! Yeah, Busted! We went into a bus fight directly after the day after a bus fight. Oh, oh god. <sighs> Ooh.
Patsy, you appear in this place, and there is a single chair there for you to sit in. Who's you? Chair? I'm inspect the wood that it's made out of. Oh, hurry up! And then you are in the room that you were just in, and standing there with one arm is a figure. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck! Roll! (laughs) And she throws some bones at you. Uh, throw me a bone, am I right? (laughs) Um, so I roll plus one, because I'm a barbarian. Yes! (laughs) That's twelve! (laughs) For fuck's sake, she says. And, Patsy, you're jolted back awake. It's almost like you fall back into your body, which is in the same room with you. You're still in this critical condition, but you're awake. The hand that is burning and wilting on you turns to dust and falls against your body. The rest of you, what are you doing? Patsy is just I'm fallen. I'm I've just seen Patsy go down. I've seen everyone else take a fuck ton of damage. If I reached for the wand, would Cremora stop me? Not even a little bit. She's okay. going to do the same thing. Yeah, I figured. I think Nim, because she's standing in front of Cremora, is going to, in one fluid motion, turn around and transform back, reach to Cremora's belt, or like wherever she's got the wand. Made easier by the fact that Cremora has just pushed back her robe to go to her belt where she's keeping the wand. Nim goes to grab the wand at the exact same time Cremora does, and they both turn it on her. If that's the case, then what I'm going to do is I'm going to dive and protect Patsy. So you dive in and you shelter your body over Patsy's to protect him. You two both reach for Meldus's revenge, the wand that can kill anything in one shot. At the same time, your hand's touching as you do. And you use it? Yeah. Hell yeah. Lightning courses from the end of this wand, spills into the body of the person in front of you. The hood blows off of their head and reveals the face of death. The face that Nime and Cremora have both seen personally is in front of you. And then... Her form kind of swells and starts breaking apart. She looks you in the eyes. You think you've stopped me? I don't think you know anything. And she blasts apart in a great release of energy. When your eyes adjust after the blinding light, all that is left is ash. An ash that is familiar to you, Cremora. Ah, fuck! Thanks for listening. Shout out to our newest patron, Elenka. Your support helps guide us to the true ending. Till next time. Bye! And she blasts apart in a great release of energy. Another one in this fucking <laughs> shit show. <laughs> 
Magnus is just like, what is going on? They, they never have raves. <laughs> yeah. And they have graves. <laughs> 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 